720 WGN 836 with John Landecker and Herb Weisbaum, contributing editor to checkbook.org and host of the podcast uh, Consumerpedia, is with us again. Good evening, Herb. Thanks for coming on. Hi, John. So let's get to these uh, top holiday shopping tips. This one headline here is a pretty bold statement, if you ask me. Most sale prices and discounts are bogus, most of them? Uh, in a good many places where we check, that is absolutely correct. A checkbook actually followed uh, prices at 25 major retailers across the country for 33 weeks. And we found out that in most cases, the sale price was uh, either never charged or uh, that uh, it was uh, charged for just a little tiny bit of time, uh, or uh, in some cases, uh, you know, it just it was just made up, believe it or not. Uh, they can put what any price, it's not legal, but uh, some uh, retailers just make up prices where they put the original price so that they can cross it out and put another price or say, you know, 60% off or 30% off or 40% off or whatever. So, uh, yeah, it's a big, bold headline because we got the data to prove it, uh, and uh, you have to take the time to compare prices. You don't compare signs 60% off or 70% off or how much they're telling you it used to be and what it is now. You have to know what the prices are for the merchandise, and you've got to find out whether you're getting a good deal or not. And the one thing we found, you know, we read... Not only did we track these things for, you know, uh, 33 weeks, which is a really long time, but we also read the, the policies that explained, you know, what these uh, policies really mean and how they decide what's really on sale and what the original price and everything like that was. And uh, it was funny because we found that in one case, uh, one uh, retailer basically said that uh, – here, it's Kohl's, a big-name retailer, as a matter of fact. It's, it's uh, discounts are based on prices that it – or one of its competitors might have charged in the past or might charge. Whoa, whoa, wait, that's not even the funny part yet. So it's based on prices that it or one of its competitors might have charged in the past or might charge in the future. I guess Kohl's has a time machine. (laughs) You know, uh, I just happened to watch the original Miracle on 34th Street yesterday, Mm -hmm. which 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 is about Gimbel's and Macy's. Right? Well, I grew up in Philadelphia, absolutely. Yeah. And part of this message is that they felt that it turned out to be a great idea to tell a customer that if they don't have it at their store and they can find it at the other store, just go over there and take a look for, at it. You know, maybe it's on sale there. Maybe they have the product over there. That's not what you're talking about. I mean, are they just slapping up a for sale sign for the heck of it? Just slapping up our sales or taking a price and just crossing it out and saying regular price or list price or normal price or just some number they make up. So you've got to be aware. And if you go to our article, it's right there on the website, checkbook.org. We broke the 25 retailers down into those who had sales that were usually misleading, often misleading, sometimes misleading, and then a few that tended to have really legitimate sales in most cases, and there were only three, Apple, Bed Bath & Beyond, and Costco. You know, Bed Bath & Beyond sends out those 20% off coupons all the time, and they're always having that available, but it's not that they're playing around, from what we found, with the prices, whether saying, you know, what the prices are listing. So those are the three that we found that tend to have legitimate sales most Mm. of the time. Well, that's reassuring. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Here are the ones that are in the usual category, usually have misleading sales based on our research. I'll do it alphabetically. 
Amazon, Banana Republic, Dick's Sporting Goods, Foot Foot Locker, Gap, Nordstrom, Old Navy, Wayfair, and Williams-Sonoma. So there's really big-name retailers that, from our investigation, are playing around with what they say the thing used to sell for uh, in many cases. And you just have to, again, there are a lot of apps, John, that can help people to find out what the really prices are. You know, if you're in a store and you're not sure, just Google the price on your phone. And if it shows up uh, at a lower price, almost all these big stores have price matching policies and say, hi, uh, I can walk uh, three blocks down the street and get it for this price. Should I do that or do you want to just match the price? And in many cases, they will match the price. It's amazing to me that the big names that you just ran through do this. I, I, I just don't. It's something that I never associated with what the big name brands that you just mentioned. I mean, where did all this start? How long have they been doing this? Um, I don't know the year, but I, I know that when I first started consumer reporting many, many yeah. decades ago, uh, you know, I always were, I always wondered about the fake guys, the bogus sales, that kind of thing. And then there were the good guys. And nowadays, businesses are pushing closer and closer to the line and sometimes over the line. You know, it is illegal to create a false sale. I mean, that's a okay. misleading, deceptive yeah. practice. The Federal Trade Commission has rules about that, and also most states and the attorneys general's office has that. Just seems from our checking around that some AGs go after this every once in a while, but at the federal level, they seem to have bigger things on their mind mm-hmm. than going after this. And so you, the consumer, have to right. protect yourself and don't right. assume. That's that's the lesson here. Just don't assume it's a good price. You also recommend being a promo code pro. Explain that. Well, there are promotion codes that most retailers give out, yeah. especially when you're ordering online. And uh, you just really, what we, what we actually suggest, John, is stacking. So what you want to do is use as many discounts in one online transaction as humanly possible. If you can find something that's supposedly on sale, so something that's a low a price, it's a decent price, and then you can stack on, maybe you have a coupon, some kind of discount coupon, and then you have a promo code, which you put in near the end, and it lowers oh, the God. price there for some special reason. And then you can do two more things to stack on it. You can either use a cash rewards credit card to pay for it, so you can get that, or, and or you can also have these uh, browser attachments like companies called Rakuten is one of the big ones where you get money for making a purchase. It's all paid to them through the retailer. It doesn't chart, change the price you're charged. So you can add that all up. You can have a sale price. You can have a coupon. You can have a discount code. You can pay for it with your uh, cashback rewards card and get Rakuten uh, dollars. They send you a check uh, twice a year. I did that recently on a few holiday purchases. That's five things I'm stacking on top uh, of each other. You, you, did I hear you correctly that they'll, at the end of all this, they pay you for buying the goods? Yeah, there's a service called Rakuten, and it's designed to encourage people to shop at retailers. Yeah. And you, you, it's on your web browser. So when you sign on the online service, and I also have one through Capital One, the big credit card company, sure. it'll say, hey, do you want us to check if there's a special coupon code or a money back offer through us that you, that we can give you? And I bought something the other day, and Rakuten gave me $17 back. It went into my account, and twice <sighs> a year they sent me what they call a big fat check. So, yeah, there there is a way to, to wow. make some money when you're shopping. So yeah, put them all together, and you can really do fairly well. Amazing. Herb Weisbaum, contributing editor, checkbook.org, and uh, host of Consumerpedia, the podcast. And he's got some hot stuff tonight, I'll tell you. You're blowing my mind. That's for darn sure. I'm <laughs> serious. Way, the, uh, 
the latest edition of the Consumerpedia podcast, which is also produced by Checkbook, has a half an hour talking about all these holiday shopping I'll tips. Bet. So we explain everything. Yeah. So if you want to go to, uh, to consumerpedia.org, consumerpedia.org, you can listen to all these great tips that we put together in one place. Uh, so let's return to this article. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm up to the headline, Ask About Special Discounts. Okay. Yes. Um, you know, if you're in a special category, uh, you can ask them if there's a special discount. Maybe you're a military uh, ah. student. Maybe you're a student. Uh, you know, some computer stores like Apple, sometimes certain times a year give discounts to students. Uh, just ask if there's any possibility. Uh, are there senior discounts? Uh, you know, the uh, one of the oh, drugstores yeah. where I shop uh, the first Tuesday of the month, whatever, it's senior day, and they give you a so much off every $25 you spend. I mean, just seriously, just ask. No, I know. If there are, you know, ask if there are any discounts. It can't. All I can say is no, uh, you know, but, but but ask about that kind of thing and just see what they may give you. Um, I'm jumping ahead. Go ahead. But, uh, advice about buy now, pay later. I mean, that okay. sounds so, that sounds so attractive on the surface. It does, which is why it's grown so in popularity. But there's you the butt? Yeah, you better believe I want the butt. <laughs> yeah, but dot dot dot. What's happening is that people are winding up spending more because of this. Buy now, pay later. The basic model is when you go to checkout, basically online, it says, Hi, would you like to divide this two hundred dollar payment into uh, fifty dollars now and then forty you know, a hundred dollar pay- yeah, and and then fifty dollars, you know, for the next three weeks. And it sounds great. And in most cases, uh, there's no interest, and uh, people think that's just, you know, you're getting free money. There's no free lunch, unfortunately. What happens is that a lot of people stack these, and this is one thing you shouldn't stack, so they have a whole bunch of these going on with different companies at the same time. They lose track of them. It's not like a credit card where you make all your purchases and you get the credit card bill at the end of the month and you know how much you have to pay at least the minimum or uh, when it's due. In this case, if you miss the payment, that next, in my scenario, the next $50 payment, you could get hit with a late fee of between $7 and $8 in some cases. They may not let you know when the payment is due. You have to remember it. And if you got three or four of these, five of these, the average person now is using five or six, they say, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. You may not have money in your checking account at that time of month when this comes due. Right. Uh, if you have, you know, and you, you wind up, and then if you have the uh, buy now, pay later service signed up with your checking account, and you don't have the money in the checking account, not only do you get a late fee from them, you get a uh, you get an overdraft charge from the bank. So that free loan could wind up costing you more than if you put it on a credit card and paid a really high interest rate. So you've got to be really careful. And again, the reason why the manufacturers, uh, the retailers, John, are doing this is they pay a fee to the buy now, pay later company. These are not banks. These are fintech companies, financial technology companies that have set up a system that gets around the rules and regulations that uh, deal with most loans. Most loans are five payments or more. They set up a system with four payments uh, in most cases. So very unregulated. If you have a problem and need a refund, who are you dealing with is buy now, pay later service, or are you dealing with a retailer? In many cases, they point fingers at each other. I checked the Better Business Bureau list. And of the top five buy now, pay later services in the last three years, there were more than 8,000 complaints, wow. 8,000 complaints. That's a lot of complaints. Yes. So you really need to be careful if you get them. And again, the, so the, the store that is using this service that puts this up on its website, they pay a commission 
to the buy now, pay later company, a commission that is larger than what they pay their credit card companies, which shows you why they think this closes a deal. Because Mr. Landecker goes shopping and says, well, it's only $50 now. That's I can put more on my cart because I only spent $50. No, you really spent $200. You just spread it out over a little bit of time. So they wind out up closing the deal. People don't leave things in their carts, the online shopping carts. And they also wind up buying more. And that's why they're willing to give this money to the buy now, pay later companies, because it sells more than and people are reporting now in surveys that they're spending more than they should. And they're sorry that they, mm. they got involved with this kind of thing. Oh, last thing. Yeah, I no, sure. I talked the last thing on this. I talked to a victim uh, of one of these things and he missed a payment. And what they do is they went in and took the whole rest of the $150 out, his next three payments all at once, because he missed a payment. That really threw up, threw off his budget. So Love it's that. not like a credit card. There's nothing wrong, by the way, with using a credit card if you use it wisely, which is, you know, you, you charge something you can afford, you pay it off when the bill comes, you, may get, you get fraud protection with a credit card that you don't get with buy now, pay later, and you may get the cashback rewards or points or something like that. So there's nothing wrong. Credit cards are not evil. They just have to be used properly like any other financial tool. Well, as a matter of fact, you have a headline here uh, as part of this article that says, play your cards. Can you ex- explain that? Sure. Well, in some cases, you can get a store card, which will give you special discounts, you know, like Target has the red card and Macy's has their card. There's nothing wrong with getting a store credit card, which they're going to offer you at this time of year. If and, you know, buy now and you'll get a 20 percent discount or 10 percent discount on all the merchandise you buy. There's absolutely nothing wrong with doing that as long as you know you can pay off that charge in full when the bill comes, because store credit cards have the highest interest rate of any cards out there. Not uncommon to be 24, 25, in some cases, 29.99%. Mm-hmm. You will more than pay back any 20% discount you got if you're paying 24, 25, 29.99% interest. So only use the card and get the special discounts and the special deals if when you charge something on a store credit card, you are able to pay the charge off in full. can make sense in some cases, but again, you have to know how to use it wisely. Wow. Well, Herb, once again, great advice. I hope people paid attention. And what was that um, podcast where they can hear more of this or the website? Yeah, we can find all these articles on checkbook.org, checkbook.org, and the consumer. The podcast is called consumerpedia.org. And do I have time for one last tip? Because this is a really oh, yeah. important one. No, go for it. Absolutely. Uh, we, have, we have another article up there about online retailers. So many people have abused the system that basically Amazon and, and, uh, and the shoe company Zappo set up, which was, you know, order as much as you want for free and then return it for free. So yeah. they do what's called bracketing. You know, I want, I want this sweater and I get, I get it in blue, green, red, yellow, purple. And then I decide I'll keep one of them after I see the colors in my house and I send them all back for free. Well, that costs the manufacturer a huge amount of money. The, the postage and the, and the putting it back in stock. Sometimes they can't put it back in stock. They have to liquidate it, whatever. So a number of retailers this year are now starting to charge a fee if you bought the purchase online and you are returning it to them through mail or through a shipping service. Some of the big ones that just added it, 
Abercrombie at Fitch, uh, J.C. Penney, J. Crew, which always was easy taking things back. Zara, which is a fashion thing, some of your people in your audience will know. Uh, but ch- uh, check and see what's going on before you uh, automatically take it back. Uh, and you know, just go to UPS or uh, try to send it back in the mail. They'll deduct anywhere from three fifty to eight bucks off your refund amount. The, the stores that charge this thing because they have to try to stop so many people from buying so much and sending it back. It's costing them so much money. So there's a whole article on that about online retailers now charging refund fees. That's going to be a a real surprise to a lot of people who are just assuming they can buy it and send it back if they don't like it. Thanks, Herb. Have a great holiday if I don't talk to you beforehand. Uh, Thanks, John. Talk to you next year. (laughs) Yeah, that's right.